This is episode number 32, and today we'll ask if some sins are worse than others. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. So this is actually a fairly common question, uh, especially I remember as a young Christian wondering, you know, is there like a grading scale of like really bad sins versus not as bad sins? And what kind of categories do those fall into? And, you know, is does God even see sin that way? Does God see certain things as being worse than others? And actually, he does. To answer the question, there are certain things that God is not a fan of over the other things that he's not a fan of, if that makes any kind of sense. Uh, For instance, in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16, uh, it says, there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. And then it goes through and talks about seven things that God really does not like, that it specifically calls out those things that are as being things that God hates or finds detestable. And so while it's true that there are certain sins that God really doesn't like compared to the ones that he really doesn't like. Um, I want to pivot the conversation a little bit. So hopefully if that was a question that you had, you have your answer. Um, But I want to pivot it to something that I think will be really beneficial for us, which is the notion that you can commit sin as long as it's not too bad. You know, they, at least I didn't kill anyone or at least I didn't cheat on my wife and that somehow justifies, you know, that I did this thing that I know is not correct. You know, that that's a much more interesting conversation because that's the one that I find myself uh, encountering more often than not, both within myself and in interactions with other people. And while it is true that some sins have worse immediate consequences, all sin has the same spiritual effect on your relationship with God. So I want to dig into exactly what our conviction should be and how we should move forward when we do feel tempted to just give in because after all, it's just a little sin or so we think. And it's important to remember that right off the bat, all sin separates you from God. All of it, a hundred percent. There is not a single sin that does not create a separation from God. It would be like if you had a glass of pure water And you had the option of putting in one drop of food coloring versus the whole bottle of food coloring. As soon as you introduce any food coloring in at all, it's no longer pure water. And so think about that in terms of your spirituality and your connection with God, that even a single drop of food coloring in your spiritual glass of water is going to taint that water. It's going to make it not pure. And sin is what separates us from God. It's what creates that separation. And that's why God sent Jesus. That's why the crucifixion and the resurrection was so important, because when we are able to participate in that and become followers of Christ and uh, receive salvation, you know, God is able to bridge that gap with us. And it is true that as God's chosen people, as God's sons and daughters, as saints, that we are cleansed, that we are considered righteous. But that righteousness does not need to uh, devolve into 
doing sinful activities because, hey, I got my fire insurance. I'm good. You know, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 4, we get this really, really clear statement that I think sums it up very well. And it says this, whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. So first of all, wow, that's pretty, (laughs) uh, you know, I'm not sure how to feel about that. Should I feel encouraged by that? Should I feel, you know, I definitely feel challenged. I definitely feel like, wow, that's, that's pretty harsh, but it's true. You know, if you're going to say that you have a relationship with God, but then you don't actually live in a way that reflects that, then you're not telling the truth. You can't on one hand say, I know God, and then live in a way that contradicts that very statement. And so if you find yourself trying to justify your sin, just stop. There's no justification for sin anymore. You know, in Romans chapter six, Paul asked rhetorically, you know, since we've received forgiveness of sins, should we go on sinning so that we can increase the amount of grace that's given to us? And his answer is by no means, you know, we've died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? And so regardless of if some sins are worse than others or have more severe consequences than others, we should approach them all the same, that any sin causes separation from God. Any sin hurts God and in the long run hurts us. And it might be difficult to uh, really embody this personally because it can feel overwhelming to think about not sinning or particular sins that you wrestle with consistently. And I want to point you to a passage in 1 Corinthians 10 as we wrap up that uh, I think is really helpful. And it's a promise that God makes to us in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, where it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So God is never going to put you in a position where you have to sin, where you are doomed to failure. There will always be a way out, and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you're capable of bearing up under. So if you are uh, experiencing a temptation, if you are being tempted to sin or to justify sinful behavior, you are capable of overcoming that temptation. God has promised that he is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So it is possible, you just have to decide to take that door. And remember, in this discussion about sin, that Satan is looking for any foothold he can get, no matter how small. If it's just a white lie, every once in a while, he will take that. If it's just being slightly dishonest on your tax return, he will take that. Whatever you will give him, whatever kind of sinful behavior you will allow into your life, he will take that and expand it. He will find whatever foothold he can to get into your life and in between you and God, and he will push us apart. And so don't allow minor sins to derail your relationship with God. Don't allow these sins that we want really bad to justify to stop us from living the life that God calls us to live. Well, that is it for today. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts to tell me what you think of the podcast. And head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear about in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you 
tomorrow. <laughs>